Welcome to the last edition of Second City Sports in 2020, Zoom style. Zoom style. There we go. Let's send off 2020 with a kick in the you know where. <laughs> Along with Lakina McGee and Lamont Scott, I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at SidKid80. Once again, at SidKid80. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-80. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-80. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on Twitter and Keenan underscore McGee on the IG. Follow me at Lamont Scott on Facebook, Lamont Scott 69 on Instagram, and Lamont Scott 16 on Twitter. And you can follow this show, Second City Sports, along with the other uh, podcast programming from We Are Regal Radio. Just go to our website at weareregalradio.com. That's W E A R E. R-E-G-A-L radio.com. Wherever you download your podcast, including the iHeartRadio app, make sure you type in that search engine box, War on Anchor. That's W-A-R-R on Anchor. And we're also on on the tube, a.k.a. YouTube, at War Media. Once again, at War Media, W-A-R-R Media. You can not only listen to us, but watch us live do our thing for the last time in 2020. Hello. Uh, Lamont's like, forget it. <laughs> Lamont's like, nope. Lamont's like, uh-uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look alive, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, comment, share, subscribe, folks. Yep. Like, comment, share, subscribe at War Media on YouTube. On YouTube. Lakina, one question. Is this uh-huh. thing on? Is this thing on? Uh-huh. Is yes. the earth on its axis? Is the earth flat or is it rotating? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, the Bears beat the Jags. Um, it was close for a little bit, and but I think someone told the Jags that well, the Jets were losing. We'll get to them in a sec. The Jets were winning. We'll get to them in a second. But so mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's probably what happened. But I mean, gosh, you know, with Arizona losing, now the Bears control their destiny. I'm using air quotes here, folks. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the sun's shining outside, Lakina. Yeah. The, the, uh, 2020 is coming to a close. Uh, I don't know how to feel feel today, but like you said, the Bears uh, defeated the Jaguars 31 to 17. 41 uh, 17. 41 17. Did I, did I say 31? Yes, you did. <laughs> well, whatever. They won the damn game. It's all that counts. Well, I'm about to say whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but looking at some of the snap highlights uh, of the game, <clears throat> of course, the Bears. Uh, um, came out strong in, on that first drive, but the, I, I got that feeling that they played down to that competition in that first half. Give Jacksonville credit. It seems like they wanted to compete uh, during that first 30-minute um, session. That was an incredible catch by DJ Shark of Jacksonville uh, being the backup defender of the Bears. I forgot who his name was, but that was a hell of a um, catch by Shark uh, to give Jacksonville the turnout to be the only touchdown of the game. But in that first half, I don't know about you, Lakina, but after that first drive, it seems like the Bears wanted to play down to the Jaguars competition-wise. It seems like they wanted to do what they wanted to do, but but they couldn't. And that turnover by Mitchell Trubisky towards the end of that first half, uh, he got away with it uh, last week at Minnesota. He got away with it yesterday, but I don't want to make it all about Mitch, but it seems to me like Matt Nagy had a hand in that play calling in that first half. And one play I wanted to point out was that shovel pass to Cole Commit, <clears throat> which they the score should have been 
14 to 3, I believe, at the time, but they had to settle for a field goal. And you know which play I'm talking about from that playoff loss with Philadelphia a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. Remember that stupid ass shovel pass to Adam uh-huh. Shaheen? Oh, yeah. Now with the Dolphins? Yeah. I said at the time on this show, why would you call that play in the middle of a playoff game? That's not going to work. And you saw what happened, <clears throat> excuse me, on Sunday with Cole Komet. That play did not work. Don't tell me you practiced it all year. If you did, don't tell me you looked great in practice and then you expected to look better in the game. It did not work. Don't do it again. Well, they're, well, they're like, <laughs> I mean, they're like they were able to uh, get away with that, uh, with that, I guess, Jacksonville, but you know, look, if James Robinson didn't play for them, you know, they, they went with Mike Glennon, you know, for this reason, because I think Gardner Minshew, I think would have given them a better chance to win if that was mm-hmm. what they were doing. So, but, you know, look, Mitch was able, Mitchell was able to get away with that interception, you know, because Glennon threw an equally bad interception right back, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we can get Lamont to connect back with us because I remember Rich Gannon said in the broadcast, I mean, he, he he was just like about to go off, and they're like, "What you you throw <laughs> you throw that stuff in high school? High school football? You're you're taught that in high school not to do that." But I, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, okay, fine. But uh, I mean, look, you know, other than that, and look, that was the only interception of Mitch's. You know, he looked good. You know, two touchdown uh, passes. I mean, David Montgomery had 95 rushing yards and 23 carries. You know, the defense did what they, they needed to do. Roquan Smith, you know, looked like he was banked up a little bit, but eight, he was able to have eight tackles. I mean, look, they did what they were, look, you did what you're supposed to do against a not a very good Jaguars team. So, I mean, I, I'm not, like, I'm not impressed. I'm sorry. I mean, you're, you, you're supposed to do this. So, and next week you're going to be facing, you know, I, all I've heard from after the Bears won, like, well, the, the Packers should win against the Titans, you know, and they will have nothing to play for. Well, they, st- they still do. They actually still have something to play for, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of like I'm like like you said, said I'm, I'm hoping that they lose to the Packers on on Sunday. But but look, everyone looks good. You know, you did what we're supposed to against Jacksonville, and the look as Lamont is now connected back with us. So Lamont, what do you think about the game yesterday? They 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 did what they were supposed to do. They don't get no extra points for beating Jacksonville. I mean, <laughs> it didn't look good for a minute. I mean, it looked like they wanted to lose. The way did you see how they was tearing into them in the beginning with that run game? They was running over them, and that was a little nerve wracking. But then, you know, the the offense done what it has done, showed up. Besides a couple of questionable plays that I'm quite sure we definitely gonna get into, that was just they did some very, 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 very questionable things, especially the quarterback and even the play calling. But Overall, they do what they were supposed to do. Yeah, before we dive into the numbers, guys, uh, the, the first half, as I mentioned before, it was 13 to 10 Bears at half. I don't know what was said or what was done in that locker room for Chicago, but they came out on Sunday in that second half scoring 28 points. The run game actually got, got going, unlike in the first half. Mitchell Trubisky and that play calling, it looks like Bill Lazor took over that, thank goodness, in the second half, and the Bears were able to roll their defense. As you mentioned, Lakeena, Roquan Smith had a good game. Dane Trevathan had a good game. So, And we'll dive into the numbers a little bit more, as I mentioned, coming up. But the Bears turned it around in that second half. Like you mentioned, Lamont, it looked like the Bears, if they were going to win the game in that first half, it looked like they were going to barely win it, but they turned it up in the, in the second half. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like like you said, I think he took over. He had to take over because one of those calls, like I remember I was watching the game 
at home, my mother, and she thought I kicked the TV when they ran a, a cold command <laughs> on the one yard line. Like, <laughs> that, 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 that has been so frustrating for me all year. Like when I saw that play, I was like, oh, they're going to lose this game for us, huh? Remember, I was telling y'all a couple of weeks ago it was going to be the Mike Glennon revenge game. So I, I thought Mike Glennon was going to. And then he started throwing the ball all around the field like he was an all-star quarterback. So I was like, oh, yeah, they're trying to lose. They don't, they don't want nothing to play for us. But, you know, I think Bill Lazor took over because I think after after uh, the end of that first half when Mitch did that dumb play, I don't even know if you can call that dumb. Did you all hear? I'm quite sure you all did hear the uh, announcers talking about the play. And yeah, Rich Gannon. Yeah, Lakina mentioned it. Yeah. Man, the way he talked about him was like, thank you. And now I want to hear Rich Gannon call Bears. I want to hear him and Romo in the booth calling a Bears game together so they could just destroy all the stupid. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, uh, you're talking about a, a, a color commentary is trashing the Bears. We, you like say, Rich Gannon did the Colts Bears game from early in the year, you heard, you heard what he said. Um, remember, um, Brian Greasy on Monday Night Football against the Rams, we don't know what happened there. Of course, Troy Aikman, they had uh, him and Joe, but it looks like we may get that crew now because that Bears-Packers game is moved to 325 for next Sunday. So it looks like if the Bears should screw up again, um, Troy Aikman would be on their tail again. So we should see about that. But uh, going back to that uh, Trubisky uh, interception, we talked about it before you hopped back on, Lamont. That was a dumb play. And Rich Gannon said on the broadcast, just throw the ball away. You had three points right there at the least three points to go into halftime. There, there, yeah. was, there was no point in doing no what Mitch, Mitch did uh, toward the end of that first half. That was inexcusable. No excuse. No, there was no excuse for that play. And like I said, Glennon, you know, had another just as bad, if not worse, interception where Gannon just went off and said, well, hey, you, you, like, you, you're taught in high school not to do that. So what the hell was that? So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was just like, oh, God, I'm, I'm sure that was a, you know, it was, it was, it was a fun, you know, you know, a fun game. If you were a Bears fan. It was a great performance. Allen Robinson had 103 receiving yards against his former team in, in 10 catches. You know, they're, it wasn't perfect, but they did just enough to win. So there you go. Yeah, that, they did enough to win. And is it enough momentum? Is it going to carry them through the next week? Is, is, can they do it again? Can they win? I know I, I was thinking, I, I personally, they have a hard time with Green Bay. But this is a Central Division game in the wintertime in Chicago. So everything's kind of out the window until – Aaron Rodgers decides he's tired of playing with him. And that's kind of where we at with it. Like, I, I was watching it with a couple of people, and they got all excited. Like, we going to the playoffs. And I was like, no, nah, it's a team in Wisconsin that's going to uh, have something to say about it. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, and it's, and it's, it's ironic that it come down to that team, and can you beat that monster? And you remember I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, Sid, if by some miracle mm -hmm. Matt Nagy beats Green Bay, he might get an extension. So he will not be going anywhere and nothing will be changing. And if they can beat them people next week, Mitch will be re they're gonna give him a one-year deal or something, and they're gonna go with that same setup if they beat Green Bay, man. And that and that's scary to think. Really we'll is. get into that part of we'll get into that part of it in just a moment. You're listening to Second City Sports along with Lakina McGee and Lamont Scott. I am Sydney Brown. As we break 
break down the Bears' 41-17 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars in Week 16 action. Uh, taking a look at the numbers for Chicago, you know, win at Jacksonville, Mitchell Trubisky, 24 for 35 for 265 yards, two touchdown passes and one uh, dumb interception. In the run game, David Montgomery <laughs> came on, especially in that second half, 23 carries for 95 yards in a touchdown run. Mitchell Trubisky, two carries, 10 yards in a touchdown run. Receiving rise, Lakino already mentioned the numbers for Allen Robinson. Jimmy Graham, nice to see him back in the end zone. Four mm-hmm. catches, 69 yards, and two big touchdowns. Darnell Mooney continued to impress. Four catches for 39 yards. And Cole Komet, two catches with 218 yards. That offense uh, looked better yesterday, as I mentioned, especially in that second half. I know people are going to say, well, the Bears are supposed to look like that against bad teams. Yes, but here's here's the thing. They haven't looked like this all year. And look, I know this is, I know this is the first time they've scored more than 30 points in four straight games since, I think, what, 1965? I think I saw a tweet from Larry Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you're about the last four defenses they played against, you know, are either like near the bottom or at the bottom. So like, I'm not impressed, you know, against teams that have bad defenses. I'm sorry that that's not, you're not going to get cookies or bouquets from me doing what you're supposed to against, you know, subpar or bad defenses. I'm sorry. And look, I mean, yeah, where was this, you know, early in the season? Where where you were actually playing good teams? Where you were actually playing Green Bay? Which, mm-hmm. look, I mean, they're an opportunistic defense. We, we've seen that, you know, and the Titans, you know, another opportunistic defense. So where was all this? So, um, look, I'm sorry. I Look, I'm going to be cheering for them not <laughs> to make the playoffs because you know what? That's the only way we're going to get change around here. So I don't care what anybody says. Anybody can say, well, you're not a real fan. No, I know what this team is. I know who they are. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Back <laughs> to, to you, gentlemen. According to uh, late Dennis Green, we all, we all, we all, uh, my, now my brain's scrambling. You know what Denny Green said following the loss in 2006. We are who they thought they were. They are who they, we thought they were. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there yes. And, and even, uh, even the announcer said it with Mitch. They was like, I, you know, he went to one year at North Carolina. I think he might have came out too early. The Bears kind of reached. I said, yeah, you think they kind of reached? <laughs> <laughs> I love, I loved Rich Cannon yesterday. Oh, my God, he brought the heat. Yeah, I loved it. Like, and I was like, yeah, they reached. They reached. And, and Mitch may turn out to be the next. I remember I said it, like, early in the year. Like, Mitch going to be Alex Smith. He, I mean, he going to be Alex Smith. And. I, I, I'm okay with that. Long, I'm just hate that it had to happen to us for us to find that out, though. I mean, we could have went in so many other directions, but like Lakina said, I don't, I don't, I can't stand Green Bay, so I'm never going to say I don't want them to beat Green Bay. But um, yeah, if it happens, no change will happen, and we will be going through the same thing next year after losing a couple of pieces or spending some more money on somebody on the defensive side instead of re-signing our wide receiver and letting him play with Mooney and see what happens with a capable quarterback. So it's, it remains to be seen, definitely. Uh, I guess Lamont, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, decided to switch over the conversation. I'll give out these two uh, stats quickly from Sunday's game from the defensive side of the Bears. Roquan Smith had a great game, two interceptions, eight total tackles, including eight subtle tackles. And Danny Trevathan got the only sack for Chicago yesterday, second Mike Glennon. Lamont, 
I'll go piggyback up on what you've been saying. You teased it a couple minutes ago. Uh, and you said it a couple weeks ago, should that Green Bay game matter, which it does now, is assuming that the Bears will win thanks to Arizona losing to San Francisco on Saturday, last Saturday. We'll break down that game in just a moment. But should the Bears win next Sunday? I think we, we said this too on, on the show for the last couple of weeks. The McCaskey's going to find a way to run this back for at least one more year. Does Nat, Matt Nagy deserve all the credit? Hell no. But he's going to get some of the credit <laughs> just because he's, the, because he's the head coach. I think that the Bears, if they're smart, whether they win next Sunday or not, they should hire a, a, foot, a real football person to oversee the franchise. And I don't know if the McCaskies think that way. You know, Lakina, of course, mm -hmm. uh, you too, Lamont. McCaskies are not progressive thinkers. They're not forward-thinking people. And so if they see something work, uh, they're just going to ride it out. I, I want fans to prepare for this. Assuming that they make it to the playoffs, assume they beat Green Bay, or they can still get in if Arizona loses to uh, the Rams in their season finale at home next week. Uh, you know, the Bears are going to say, assuming they make the playoffs, well, we weathered the storm here. We stayed the course. We believed in Matt Nagy. Our players had to take time to develop and all that other BS. I just want Bears fans to prepare themselves for all that the, that PR BS they're going to hear from the folks up there at Hallis Hall. Uh, we believed in them the whole time. Yeah, we struggled, but we stuck, to, we stuck together. They didn't quit. And it shows the heart and the character of the team. Matt Nagy didn't let them go <laughs> off the rails and all that little BS. <laughs> I just want Bears fans to prepare for that. Should, should they somehow uh, beat Green Bay next week or uh, find themselves bagging into the playoffs? You, you left out the Mitch. Mitch has showed great patience and confidence and intestinal fortitude. And Message, ding! <laughs> you know, you left that out. And, if, and, even, and even the backing into the playoff thing, which, which, which probably is a better scenario than them winning their way into the playoffs. Because, I mean, which if you had to throw the two, which one do you think is more likely, them backing in or them winning in? Probably backing in. That, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I think backing in, that's, the, that's probably the most likely scenario. But should they be in any other way? Like, if they going to go, what better way to go? From the way the season has went, you always been calling it Bears poo anyway, so they yeah, should back. <laughs> they, we'll they just call it hashtag Bears playoff poop. <laughs> that's if they make it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I don't think they will. I don't think they'll back in. I don't think they'll win in. I'm just going so, to. To back in, they need a lot of help. How much help they need to get out of the back end? They need... uh, assuming that they lose to Green Bay, the only way they can make the playoffs is that if the Rams should take care of Arizona on the road next week in the desert. That's how the Bears can back in. You know that's going to happen, right? Especially out there. <laughs> you know that's going to happen. They I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, no, no, I would look. I wouldn't be shocked. But look, you know, the Rams may have to be, look either either um, golf's going to be his thumb's going to be in a in a really big sling, or they're going to have somebody that's never played a down in the NFL before. <laughs> so yeah, and you see how much they've struggled lately. So yeah, but they still got Aaron Donald. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh that, no. That, that but, right there. Alone. That right there alone gives them a much better chance than we have. 
and we got Khalil Mack, who is the second best. When he yeah, speaking of Khalil Mack, uh, him and uh, Cordell Patterson uh, are representing the Bears in the Pro Bowl this season, even though there will not be a game, uh, a Pro Pro Bowl game being played. Yeah, yeah. Allen Rob Allen Robinson and Roquan Smith should have been there instead of them. Yeah, two. yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. I I was not yeah I was surprised that Roquan Smith did not get in there, I'm I'm really shocked by that. And 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 with Cordell Patterson, I mean you know why he's there for the return point of you know part of the situation because it definitely wasn't because of his running back skills and what he does. <laughs> it wasn't that we know it wasn't that, but yeah I mean he what this about his fourth or fifth? <laughs> yep. As far, yeah I mean he he he's constantly there. And you know that's why you know that's why he's a specialist. I mean, you look forward to next year. You know, Tariq will be back hopefully, and you know things will get back on track, so to speak, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's take a look at some of the key games from Week 16. Of course, we'll start with the games from last Saturday. Of course, the Buccaneers uh, took care of the Lions, 47 to seven. Brady, 348 yards and four touchdown passes. He didn't even play in the second half. That's how the bad the Lions are. And, of course, the Buccaneers clinched the playoff spot. Uh, we'll discuss this game. The 49ers upset the Cardinals 20-12 to 12 down in the, in the desert. Jeff Wilson was the man for the 49ers, 22 carries for 183 yards. George Kittle made his return to the lineup for, for, for the 49ers, four catches and 92 yards. Kyler Murray did not have a good game, 247 yards and an interception. I watched this game via my computer. <laughs> in its entirety. And looking at that game, the 49ers were in control of that game from start to finish. Arizona uh, tried to play catch up, and uh, uh, they just wet the bed once again in crucial situations. We saw this all year long, Lakina. I'll go back to that New England game, which they lost in the last second field goal. You can go back to that Lions game from early in the season. This is a young team. Uh, I did say they would make the playoffs this year, and I will stick to that. But they're not looking good uh, coming down the home stretch of the season. I mean, I don't know what the heck happens. I mean, I watched some of that game, too, and I'm like, okay, what, what, huh? Like, and then, you know, George Kittle, I mean, I know he's, he's, he's always said out there, game, like, look, I love the Bears. Well, if the Bears loved you, why didn't they draft you? If they could have drafted you, but they took Shaheen instead, who's not even with, who's, who's in, uh, in, the, in Miami now. So I don't know how you love the Bears <laughs> so much, but okay. But, uh, I mean, back to the game for a second. I mean, I don't know what the heck happened. I mean, look, C.J. Beathard had uh, three touchdown passes, and, I don't know what the hell happened with Arizona. I mean, maybe they got caught looking ahead. Maybe they thought that, oh, well, maybe they played down to their competition because, you know, San Fran had nothing to play for. I, I commend them for not giving up. But, I mean, look, you know, Gedrick, you know, is banged up. So, he's he's gone. So, that was a big part of their defense. And I don't know. It might be, could be the play callings. A lot of the play callings have been very questionable. And, the you know, folks are already saying that maybe they need to get rid of some of those some of the people in that coaching staff. Should they not make the playoffs? Or maybe it's just because they're all young and, you know, they, you know, they're, they're still learning. But they can still get into the playoffs. You know, they control their, their destiny. So, uh, but I, I'm a little bit concerned about Arizona. Lamont? I, I think it's just you. I think it's just their youth. I think they're young. I, they're young and their defense. You remember their defense was always suspect, even when they was winning. You know, we was, we was on the Arizona bandwagon early this year. And I believe in Kyler Murray, but I think the youth is starting to show. And I, and, I, and I don't think 
that they could beat the Rams. Even at home, I don't think they could beat the Rams. Even a depleted, hurt, confused Rams team, I, I don't think Arizona can pull it off, man. And, and, and I think that going forward, they they should. You know, they got the weapons to do it. But I just think it's it's a matter of you. And like you mentioned with that coaching staff, it's, it's, it, that may be it. Like, they got some pieces. They need that right person to point them all in the right direction. And I think we'll see a lot of that next year. And if I had the choice, and I'm asking y'all this question also, who would you rather see in the playoffs, Arizona or Chicago? <laughs> I'll say Arizona. I picked Arizona, so I'll stick with them. But the Bears make it is great for us and our business. But <laughs> I said Arizona. That was my pick. Before the season started, I'll stick with the but the Bears make it whoop de doo. That's exactly how I feel about it. The Bears get it. Yippee. Okay, whatever. You'll probably get a butt, your butt skipped by whoever comes out of the East. <laughs> I, I heard one of our uh, astound co workers on television say the Bears are one of the few teams that could win a playoff game today. I was like, well, that oh. person, yeah, I heard that. That person's high, whoever that is, whoever that was. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Uh, he, he said, he said, he said, he was like, it's only five teams that could win uh, the Super Bowl. He was like, it's uh, seven teams that could win a playoff game, and and he said that the Bears will win them. He said they won't win multiple playoff games, but they can win one. And I was thinking, really, okay. You know, I watch your show, not for you, but I watch the show. But it's, yeah, he said he said they can win a playoff game. So hey, who knows, right? <laughs> well, we know this uh, from the nightcap from last Saturday. The the sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders will not be participating in this year's playoffs because they dropped an important game at home to the Miami Dolphins, twenty six to twenty five. Ryan Fitzpatrick came in relief from uh, for a Tuga Tungavalova and threw the game-winning touchdown. Uh, not the game-winning touchdown pass, but he uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick had a key uh, first-down catch after the Raiders took the lead on the field goal. Uh, it was a face mask penalty, which on the Raiders, which gave the Miami Dolphins a chance to win at the end. Which uh, Jason Sanders uh, nailed the game-winning field goal. The Miami Dolphins control their destiny now. Uh, we'll get into some of the AFC uh, wildcard teams in just a minute, but the Miami Dolphins are in the driver's seat with 10 wins and five losses. I, we talked about this, Lakina, before the season started. I, I wanted to pick Miami to be, be my other surprise team as far as making the playoffs. I wasn't quite on them just yet. Maybe they peaked a year too early, but like I said uh, before the season started, I like the, the, the direction that this franchise is going in. Let's give credit. He should be, if they make the playoffs, he should be a coach of the year, at least one of the top candidates in um, Brian Flores. He's doing a hell of a lot better than Matt Patricia, who's unemployed. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. I mean, no, go ahead, Lamont. I mean, like, what, what they're doing mentally in Miami is a great thing. The way that you can have your quarterbacks in love with each other on and off the field like that, going through it, you come out, you go in, you come out, you go in type situation. That's some great coaching right there. And, and that's that's so great character out of all the players involved. I mean, you listen to Tua talk, he sounds like I'm grateful to have a big brother like Fitz. Like, man, I, when mm -hmm. I'm not doing good, 
I'm glad that the coach can recognize it and put my big brother in. He that's what he's here for. And and it's like it's working. And that's why your coach of the year thing should, even if they don't win nothing else, he still should be up there and considered for that just for managing that situation with such a high profile and high caliber player. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, he didn't seem too upset when they brought Fitz in. I mean, when he, you know, Fitz, you know, orchestrated that comeback. And also there was some other stuff that happened, too, during that game. We'll, go, we'll get that in our studs and does. But, I mean, look, good, good for Brian Flores. Look, we, we look, you said we had Spiro Diaz on earlier this year. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he watched a lot of those Miami games, you know, last season. He said that the, the – the talent is there and the coaching is there mm-hmm. and, you know, Brian Flores should definitely get, be considered for coach of the year for what he's done, you know, with that team and especially with that defense. Yeah, the defense has come alive. We talked about it for the last couple of weeks. Xavier Howard, the uh, young defensive back for the Dolphins, uh, he's a stud. <laughs> so they have a lot of young players that really have grown into their own. They had injuries too the last few weeks, but they really – coming together at the right time. You're listening to Second City Sports along with Lakina McGee, Lamont Scott, I am Sydney Browns. Review the key games from week 16 from the National Football League. Let's review uh, some of the key games from last Sunday's action. The Kansas City Chiefs get by the Atlanta Falcons 17-14. Kansas City has expected clinched the number one seed throughout the AFC playoffs. I know most of the country got this game via Fox, including us here in Chicago, uh, Cooling here in Chicago. I did not turn to that game. I watched some of that via NFL Red Zone. <laughs> if you looked at the, just look at the box score. Well, Kansas City played down to the competition of Atlanta. No, it was a hell of a struggle defensively. And Atlanta, as usual, they shoot themselves in the foot in the closing moments of a game. It happened again on Sunday. Kansas City uh, should be lucky getting out there with the victory. Again, I'll get to them with my studs and duds. But uh, yeah. look, I mean. Again, they got a you know they got a way against a bad Atlanta team. You know they know they can't afford to do that during the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I mean, okay, fine. I mean Atlanta finds finds even more ways to lose. So you know, good good for them and <laughs> and crown them. But look, they made the they made the big plays late. I mean Travis Kelsey. I think he broke the record for most most uh, receiving yards by a tight end. So congratulations to him. Look. You know, Kramer Hall had an interception, but you know he did just they did just up to win the game, so it's 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 fine. It happens. Yeah, um, I, and and that's the thing. Like Steve said, that game I actually watched it. That game was a lot tighter, closer, and Atlanta. I, I feel bad for uh, Raheem Morris. Like I, I feel bad because he's been how, how close has he been to winning these games, and he may not get the job because of that, but. They've been better since he's been the coach. So mm-hmm. I, I would, I mean, he has coached well enough to deserve a shot because they have been playing for him. So I, I'm interested to see where that goes and what happens with that. But yeah, they 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 just find a way to shoot themselves as always. The upset of the day from week 16, sort of. We'll dig in deep into this. The New York Jets now two and thirteen. They upset the Cleveland Browns twenty-three to sixteen. I watched some of this game via my computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID decided to have a day with the Cleveland Browns wide receiver group, and Baker Mayfield did not look good on Sunday. The offensive line did not uh, block for him. Baker Mayfield was sacked multiple times. Now you cannot blame him for this loss, but the Jets defense decided to step up. Frank Gore, congratulations to him, only the third running back in NFL history to rush for over 16,000 career yards. 
uh, the other two running backs were the late, great Walter Payton and Emmitt Smith. Jameson Crowder had a great game for the Jets. He had a touchdown reception of seven receptions for 92 yards. Sam Darnold actually looked okay. The Browns, their offensive threat was Austin Hooper early, but the Jets' defense uh, saw that. It's like, eh, you're not going to let him beat us anymore. Of course, the run game got going early in that second half. But uh, Cleveland, they still have a, a, a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, they, they control their own destiny if they beat Pittsburgh at home next week. Will Pittsburgh bring their full squad as far as um, playing their starters? We'll get to Pittsburgh in just a second. But Cleveland still controls their own des- their destiny. On the flip side for the Jets, if you're a New York Jets fan in 2020, mm-hmm. it has not been good. Well, you know now with the Jaguars uh, losing to the Bears and you beating the Browns, what do you get? The number two pick in the 2021 draft, <laughs> which means I eat no Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, I saw a little bit of this game. It's going to be in my laptop. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, where were the running backs? I mean, where was Chubb? Where was Hunt? Why didn't they get the ball to them knowing that you had no wide receivers? So, mm-hmm. I don't know what the what the Browns were thinking. I mean, I, I, look, I know Landry and, and crazy the whole core was out, but even still, you have two capable running backs. You, know, you could have had 100 yards, but, look, Jamison Crowder, I mean – he also had a touchdown pass, so that so yes. that's impossible. So I mean, look, the Jets. Look, I know Jets fans aren't happy, but I think the Jets Jets players are celebrating. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I mean, you know, the Jets need some. They they need some credit, and they deserve some credit for not giving in. And they don't get their second coming of Broadway Joe. But I believe they're okay with whatever they get at this point because they need everything, so to speak. So. Whatever they end up with, it's going to be better than what they got. So, and good for they, Sam they, you know, No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, whatever they got, I mean, whatever they get at number two, they 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 need it. So, you know, they just don't, you know, they believed in Sam Donald a year ago. So, it's just been one year. And you won't believe in him no more. So, that whatever you get at number two to compliment whatever you got, I mean, they just got to, you know, pick their head up. And, you know, start, I think it starts bigger than on the field with the Jets. I think they need, you know, upper management to get some things in order. And then it'll trickle down to the field. So, I mean, you know, they, they got some stuff to look forward to. Yeah, look, Darnold looked good yesterday, too. Had a couple of touchdown passes. So, didn't make any mistakes. So, I think maybe. Could he be the quarterback for the future? I know, you know, Jets are going to be, you know, lobbying for Justin Fields. It's like they're not going to they're not gonna get Lawrence. So, we'll see. The game of the day from week 16, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, trailed by 17 points, 24 to 7 at one point. They had a humongous comeback the first time that's happened under Mike Tomlin. They defeated the Indianapolis Colts 28 to 24. Ben Roethlisberger came alive in the second half, 342 yards passing and three touchdown passes. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's, he decided to stop dancing in front of the 50-yard line, danced in the end zone with nine receptions, 96 yards, and a touchdown catch. Guys, the Pittsburgh Steelers' three-game winning streak is over. They're now 12-3. and three. As I mentioned with the Cle- reviewing the Cleveland loss to the New York Jets, uh, I don't, Pittsburgh cannot move down. I don't think they can move up either. Do you play your starters at Cleveland next week? Are you, if you Pittsburgh, are you wor- really worried about the Cleveland Browns? Because the scenario is this: if Cleveland beats Pittsburgh next week at home, 
Cleveland will be in the playoffs. Pittsburgh, you really don't – you're not playing for anything at this point. No, I think, like, the four seeds basically – or the – yeah, either three or the four seeds probably the best they can do at this point. But I think it's mm-hmm. also pride purposes, too. I think they would love to – I'm sure – you know how Mike Tomlin is, his mindset. You don't want them to – Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, your 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 mindset is that you don't want. Yeah, keep your keep your rivals, your division rivals out the playoffs. So, I don't know. We'll see what he does. Yeah, you don't you don't even want him there. I mean, that's just like you know you can say that with uh, if Green Bay didn't have nothing to play for, would they play down or would would they bench people? I don't think they would. I think they would still try to tear the Bears' head off, regardless. And because they're in your division. I think Pittsburgh going to have that same attitude and mentality. Wrapping up the first half of the schedule from week 16, of course, Baltimore took care of the sad-ass New York football Giants, 27-13. Who are still in, their, in the division, by the way, in the NFC East. We'll talk about why. That. <laughs> I don't know how. How and why. Who knows? But <laughs> uh, uh, of course, scenario? If hey, Lamont. Could- if they could win the East and the Bears could play the Giants in the playoffs, wouldn't that be just beautiful? <laughs> Goody, just just great. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Sid. <laughs> and the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Houston Texas 37 to 31. Now taking a look at the late games from week 16, we'll start off with uh sticking with the NFC East, the Washington football team, and now ex-quarterback Dwayne Haskins, who has been Given his pink slip and link cards, the, uh, the Washington football team lost to the Carolina Panthers 2013. The Washington football team had a chance to wrap up the NFC East division title, which is not going to happen, which means that they'll play the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football next week to decide the NFC East division title. It's going to be a 7-9 or 6-10 record that will decide – this division, which has been sad all year long. Lakina, I'll start with you. I did watch some of this game via my computer. And <laughs> it didn't take it didn't take a genius to figure out that the backup quarterback, I forgot his name, for Washington. That's the only time that that offense looked great all game, but it, it was too little too late. Taylor Hinkley, that's his name, because I remember he played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because know, I, I remember he played it old. He actually played it old Dominion, too, and it was part of that upset that that the upset um, uh, Virginia Tech a couple of years ago too. He was a quarterback there, so a little uh, little uh, trivia for you guys. But yeah, I mean, he actually looked really good. I mean, he actually led him to a you know a yes. touchdown uh, in, in a ser- in the first series. You know, he when he got in, so they actually showed a little bit of life. But I mean, Dwayne Haskins. I mean, my God, you can tell that you know hmm. he just was unprepared. He looked lackadaisical and. Now he's out. So, and if you're NBC, you better hope, you better hope that Alex Smith can play next week because you're going to be seeing his Although, we'll see. I mean, Hickey, you know, Hickey will make, we'll see. I mean, he'll have a full week of practice. So, we'll, we'll see what he does. But, ugh, yeah, that. And also, you got to give Carolina credit, too. They have nothing to play for. But, you know, Terry yeah. looked good. I mean, the, their defense looked really good. So, Shaq, Shaq Thompson had, you know, nine tackles. So, but it looks like Matt Will may have the, you know, gets, if they give some pieces and can't like be right there for the NFC South next year. But Washington, ugh. And, and I don't blame Juan Rivera for releasing Haskins because that was, that, was that was just inexcusable what he did earlier last week. 
Hey, he, he might have got his he got his got his pink slip and link card, but he got his gold card at the club. So he's cool. He don't really care. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he got Jesus gold Christ. Card. The whole bill's worth it. It better been worth yeah. it. <laughs> You know what? And, and, it's, and it's interesting. And, and I was talking to somebody about that who's like not into the sports like that. And they was like, well, that don't make no sense. Why would he do that? I'm like, that just showed all type of non-leadership. And it showed when he showed up on the field, like if he did, he, do we even care about football? <laughs> like, did he fall in love wherever he went? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> was his mind still there? That's what watching him play and like you said, like in the unprepared was his mind somewhere else. Well, you know, it happens. You know, it's, it was, they made a song about it before, so it happened. Staying with the NFC least, uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys are still in contention. Why I don't know, <laughs> but they defeated the Philadelphia Eagles at home, thirty-seven to seventeen. Andy Dalton uh, keeping their playoff hosts alive, alive for the Cowboys. He had three hundred seventy-seven yards passing with three touchdown passes. Ezekiel Elliott, who actually came back from injury, looked good. Nineteen carries for one hundred five yards. Michael Gallup, the big stud wide receiver for for the Cowboys, had six catches for one hundred twenty-one yards and two big touchdowns. C.D. Lamb had a great game as well. Lamont, I'll start with you. I did watch the majority of this game via my computer. And <laughs> Kenny Albert and, and John DeVilma, who called the game for Fox on Sunday, they brought up a great point about C.D. Lamb. Uh, he's going to be a very good receiver for that Cowboys offense. Their defense, even before Dak Price got uh, got hurt against the Giants early in the season, they, their defense has been terrible. But they showed up for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think not only that, Andy Dalton is getting comfortable. And, and you know, I didn't – Andy Dalton, he did some good things in Cincinnati. So we know he was a capable quarterback when when he has the right pieces. And he do have pieces in Dallas when you look around. Like you said, the wide receiver showed up. Where has he been all year? He hasn't showed up all year, but he showed up in this game. So you look around and you look at Dallas going forward, even playing for that uh, division or whatever. They Dalton is comfortable, and when he's comfortable with weapons, we've seen what Cincinnati used to do. Cincinnati used to do damage in that division when he was throwing that ball to AJ Green and with uh TJ uh, uh yeah, that TJ character, yeah. So, you know, he had, <laughs> he had done some things, yeah, he has done some things, so I think that. You know, I feel bad for the rest of the teams in the East that have to play Dallas at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked by that performance. I mean, Andy Dalton, I mean, look, I saw I saw a little bit of that Andy Dalton in Cincinnati, too, like you said, Lamont. So he looked really good. I mean, look, Zeke Gellia did his thing, you know, 105 yards. Um, Jalen Smith, you know, that's the best I've seen him all year. Jordan Lewis also made some big tackles. Randy Gregory had a key um, turnover that sort of, you know, sealed the win for Dallas. I, so, I mean, look, Dallas could be a force, you know. They, all they got to do is beat the Giants. They could – they then the division's theirs, although it might be some funky tie-breaking thing. But, I mean, although, unfortunately, Jalen Hurts, you know, looked like a rookie <laughs> yesterday. And also, you know, the, the, the Eagles defense, 
that, yep. that <laughs> especially after the injury to Brandon Graham Mills yeah, said that, that was unfortunate and he was their best defender and he was leader of that defense and once he got once he went out I mean ugh, it was all downhill for that defense after that yeah, the Dallas Cowboys have to beat the Giants next week, and uh, then they have to have the Washington football team lose at Philadelphia. If that scenario happens, the Dallas Cowboys will win the NFC East. Uh, the other leg game that took that took place uh, at the same time was the Seattle Seahawks wrapping up the NFC West because they defeated the Los Angeles Rams 20 20- to nine, Jared Goff did not have a good game, 234 yards passing, including an injured thumb toward the end of the game. He had an interception as well. Chris Carson muster up some sort of a running game for the Seahawks, 16 carries for 69 yards. Russell Wilson didn't have a, a great game either, but it was Seattle's defense that was the story. Oh yeah, that defense looked. That's the best that defense has looked all 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 year, like as a whole. I mean, yes. Jamal Adams, you know, with his little cigar afterwards, that was really cool. Yeah, he was laughing on the wrong end. I know, I know, right? I mean, yeah. was, I'm, I'm away from the New York Jets. They're not yeah. my problem. No, okay. <laughs> I love it. Yo, Jordan Brooks had some key uh, tackles. Shaquille Griffin had some uh, key tackles as well. Uh, KJ Wright, I believe, he was the one I think that stopped the Rams on the goal line. I believe. So he, you know, he that, that defense looked really good. I mean, not Legion of Boom S, but they, they look, they were good enough to slow down the Rams offense, that's for sure. And they good on all three levels, too. When you look at it, you look at you got Dunlap up front. Look, they're good on all three levels. So looking at that defense, it's like that whole team has completely flipped. They was all Russ, let Russ cook, let Russ eat, let Russ eat, let Russ eat. <laughs> Now they like, no, send them to us. Let us eat them. And that's what has been happening when they've been trying to get past that defense. And I think having Jamal Adams as your locker room character may not be such a bad thing because it looked like it helps his play. So allow him to be the character as long as they're winning. You can continue to be the character as long as you – that's probably what Pete can pull him to the side and said, I dealt with the beast. So mm-hmm. if I can deal with the beast, I can deal with you. So we <laughs> – you be a you gonna let you be whatever you want to be as long as you win it. So do your thing, and I think you know Pete. Pete Carroll got a way of relating. So I rock with Pete. I like Pete. I can play for Pete. Don't forget the defensive lineman for the Seahawks, L.J. Collier, has been big. Uh-huh. Well, he plays all year too, especially in that game early in the season against New England. He stopped Cam Newton at the goal line. One more game to review. From week 16, the Sunday night action, I know many Bears fans were upset because the Green Bay Packers uh, dominated the Tennessee Titans 40-14. to Aaron Rodgers, 231 yards, four touchdown passes. A.J. Dillon for Green Bay had a big game as the backup running back, 21 carries for 124 yards and two touchdown runs. Devontae Adams had a big game for the Packers receiver-wise, 11 catches for 142 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> the Packers, unfortunately for you Bears fans, still has something to play for next week in Chicago. They're going to play probably the whole game. Uh, they still have the number one seed at stake, assuming that the Saints do not take care of business against Carolina next week. If they, if the Packers win and the Saints lose, the Packers will wrap up the number one seed. There's a whole other tiebreaker scenarios there uh, as well. But the Packers just have to win. Hopefully the Saints uh, lose. I, and Seattle has a chance to get up there as well as some weird, funky 
F-U-N-K-Y or F-U-N-K-E is some of the kids would spell it. There's those scenarios as well. They can get the number one seed, but it'll come down to the Packers or the Saints getting that number one seed. The Packers look strong again, even in that mini snowstorm on Sunday. What, that's a little, it's like a little snow globe, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was a snow globe. <laughs> it was a beautiful sight. Uh, it was a beautiful sight last night. Not if, not if you were a Titans fan. I mean, oh my gosh.
my first uh, is congratulations to Alvin Kamara with his sixth touchdown performance on on Christmas Day in their 30 52 to 33 victory over the Minnesota Vikings. Of course, the Vikings are now eliminated for playoff contention. My second stud is Tom Brady, four touchdown passes for 348 yards in the Tampa Bay's win at Detroit. And my third stud, even though it's in a losing fashion, Jonathan Taylor was the reason why the Colts had a big lead in the first place at Pittsburgh on Sunday. He had 18 carries, 74 yards, and two touchdowns. Lamont? My first one going to, uh, yes, the New Orleans Saints showing why they are the number one seed, the real number one seed. And Alvin Kamara <laughs> could have had seven. But, but he, you know, Tyson was like, uh, uh, you know, I'm sorry. He was like, no, it's cool. I'm still going to get number six. So, yeah, could have had seven. And I got a fresh Tyson Hill jersey for Christmas, by the way, too. <laughs> and, and that was good. And the third one, um, Lakina, we're gonna see that come playoff time when we come back here for 2021. Oh, I, yeah, I, I you know it. it, you know it, <laughs> yeah, you, already you know, know it, that. you already know. Go ahead, Lamont, finish up. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh get my last one because, um, Pittsburgh showed up in the second half like a team that they were in the beginning of the season. and. Roethlisberger took a shot of something in the locker room and came out swinging. So Pittsburgh gets that, uh, you know, gets the, th uh, the third one. All right, Kamara, you know, keep making money to make the unanimous six touchdowns. Apparently, he actually also uh, helped win uh, Drew Brees' oldest son, Braylon, his uh, fantasy team championship. So, mm -hmm. hey, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's, kinda, that's pretty cool. Um, the Jets, I mean, you know, for actually looking good and probably not wanting to get that number one pick, even though I'm sure their fans are not happy that they did. And, of course, I have to do it, the Green Bay Packers, for their great performance last night. I mean, that, that game was over with at halftime. So I, I know that they did, you know, the Titans did score, but it, that game was already over with. So it, it felt like it was already a blowout. Probably should have been – Probably should have scored more points, but I think they kind of like, you know, let it, you know, let the tip the off the cast a little bit. So those are my three studs. On um, the flip side, the duds. Lamont, you go first this time. Jalen Hurts. I was hoping you can go three in a row, you know, and show people that you belong, belong, belong. And, you know, you disappointed me greatly. So, Jalen, um, the Indianapolis Colts defense, Lakina. I know, I know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, 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 how how can you how can you how can you let that happen? And they're they're too good to let that happen. So they get number two, and number three was uh, Dwayne Haskins. How can he not be? <laughs> his overall <laughs> weekly performance, his everything. He got a combo grade. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins, matter of fact, he's the number one. That, that's, that's number one. Hard <laughs> as it is to a quarterback in the NFL and you want to do something like this, man. He might have set us back 20 more years, man. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Okay. He's got to come into the league to this now. I mean, he might have set us back. He put us back behind Jamarcus Russell again. We got to start all over. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Hard to top that, but you go ahead and try. 
Okay, you, you, one of you guys have to do your research on this one. Whoever was number ninety-nine for the Las Vegas Raiders uh, with that uh, with that stupid penalty on Ryan Fitzpatrick with a face mask, he gets my <laughs> uh, dud. Number two, the sorry ass New York Football Giants. That's all I have to say about that. And my third stud is the Los Angeles Rams. Oh my gosh. Uh my uh dud is one of my duds is Arizona Cardinals. What the hell happened? Y'all had it right there. You control your own destiny. You know, to get into the playoffs. Like what what I know you're showing your youth, but you know, if you want to be taken seriously, you gotta win these kinds of games. So we'll we'll see what happens this Sunday. Um, you know, Robbie Golden escaped the dud for me because he missed oh, yeah. the big kick in that oh, game too. Yes, yes, yes. He was trying his best to not help not help the Bears. I was actually <laughs> <laughs> You know how you know how it is. Uh um Indianapolis as a whole, also the defense, also Phillip Rivers. I mean, ugh, I mean had a, a fumble and an interception. I don't know what the heck happened in the second half, but they had that game against the Steelers, so basically letting the Steelers off the hook. So that, ugh, that was that was just terrible uh, second half. Half. Uh, he went Charles Barkley on us. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm going there. Also, in you know, my, <laughs> oh, I'm going there because uh, I've been I, like I've been telling that defense all year, like Lamont said, and you, you know you you lay a big old egg in the second half. So I don't know <laughs> what the hell happened there. Also, Atlanta. I have to Atlanta. You keep finding more ways to lose from Terrell Jr. having the interception that he had the interception in his hands, you know, dropped it. And also, yeah. also, you know, who's one of, another one of my favorite players, Young Ho Koo, missed a field goal, a chip shot field goal that would have sent it to overtime. You keep, excuse me, you keep finding ways to lose Atlanta. And, you know, I feel bad for Raheem Morris because they, they were in a lot of these games, you know, since he's taken over. So, unfortunately, now he's going to be – that's out, so. Yeah. That, I was going to give Atlanta a dub, but that was too easy. They've been playing like duds all year. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had them on my list, too. <laughs> I was going to get them. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> so those are just, it's a, you, know, bonus, you, can, you can throw Houston on the bonus side if you want to. Houston, uh, yeah, you can throw them on the bonus side if you want to because they just, I don't know what, I don't know what they need to do in Houston. Like, you, what direction do you even go in at this point? You got a quarterback, something we don't really have, but what else you got? You got a couple of defensive players that got some great names, but are they that good anymore? So I don't know what's going on down there. Well, I'll give, I'll give look, I'll give Cincy uh, a bonus stud then. I mean, you know, Brandon Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, bonus stud. I mean, that, you know, Brandon Allen looked really good. Like, they had, you know, 371 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, Look, if they could just get O line, I think you know Cincinnati could be a force to be reckoned with in the AFC North. Yeah, they just gotta they get got Joe Burrow back healthy. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, got yeah, you gotta do that. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a re- take a really super quick break. You know, coming up, we got the Bulls. The Bulls, unfortunately, are 0-3 and lost a heartbreaker last night to the Warriors. Also, the rest of the NBA in these first early weeks. Also, a little college football. College hoops are year in review. And, you know, some other stuff, too. Hopefully, we got some more stuff coming up for you in 2021. But we'll talk We'll talk about that in a little bit. So, we'll be right back with more Second City Sports Zoom style. Zoom style.
Welcome back to Second City Sports Zoom Style. Zoom Style. I'm Lamont. You can find me at Lamont Scott on Facebook, Lamont Scott 69 on Instagram, and Lamont Scott 16 on Twitter. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan underscore McGee on the IG. You can follow yours truly, Sydney Brown, aka Sid the Kid, on the Twitter and the Instagram at SidKid80. Once again, at SidKid80. That's S I D K I D eight zero. That's S I D K I D eight zero. You can go to our website at rearegalradio.com. W E A R E R E G A L radio.com. You can follow this podcast, Second City Sports, along with the other podcast program for War Media by simply searching for War on Anchor. That's W A R R on Anchor, including that dot. Include that iHeartRadio app wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you search for War on Anchor. And we're also on the tube, aka YouTube at War Media, once again at W A R R Media. You can not only listen to us, but watch us do our thing live. Look alive! All right. Like, comment, share, subscribe, folks. Like, comment, share, subscribe on War Media on YouTube. Yes, uh, please, please do. Get those likes up. Get them up, get them up, get them up. Yes, um, and during this holiday break, sorry, Lakina, during this holiday break, if you miss any, our, any of our episodes, just go to War Media and um, catch up on all the episodes right there. You have plenty of time, folks. Also, on yeah. The, yeah, also on the uh, Apple, on, um, yeah, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google, iHeart. Yeah, so you, got, you guys got plenty of time to catch up on all the episodes. They're all right there. Yes. All right, so the Bulls. You know, had a, you know, lost a tough one to the Warriors last night. They're zero and three. You know, if you guys saw a little bit of the game, you know, where you know, what what's your mindset? Uh, they gotta grow. They gotta grow. You know, that's that's it. They just gotta grow. It's it's growing pains. Games like that, we we need and we need to have. And I think. The games we're losing now, we won't be losing in the second half of the season. Like after the 20-30 game mark, I don't think they will be finding ways to lose heartbreakers like that. You know what? For the Bulls, we we said this coming to the season, they may have a shot of uh, playing in the play-in game and for a chance to play for the playoffs. But this team still has to grow, like Lamont said. And and coming into this season, a new head coach, Billy Donovan, he's going to play – with some combinations to see what works, what doesn't work. And I was kind of shocked last night to see, looking at the box score here, that my guy Daniel Gafford didn't play last night against the Warriors, considering that your defense was terrible again last night, especially coming down the stretch. Now, looking at the Indiana game on Saturday, uh, the offense uh, didn't get going to late in that second half, with they almost, which the Bulls almost made a game of it, but they lost again to Indiana. But looking at that Golden State loss from Sunday, uh, they were playing good, but 24 turnovers will not get it done. When is the last time that an NBA team commits that many turnovers and, and they won, and they won a big game? It doesn't happen too often. So, like Lamont said, this is a uh, an example of a young team growing, trying to find themselves. It's still early, folks. Now, can you still have that reasonable expectations? Yes, but if you thought that this Bulls team was going to come out on fire and surprise people, uh, you were sadly mistaken. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Yeah. But uh, as far as the uh, – but, you know, 
going forward, like you said, with the tinkering of the, of the lineups and different things. I, and why Gafford was not in the game, I, I will not understand. I mean, I think the few times that you have saw him, Carter, and Williams on the floor playing defense together, it didn't look that bad. I mean, mm -hmm. we need that presence of Gafford, and, and, and we need Wendell to settle in to something. We just need him to pick something, just do something. Do one thing all the time right, and everything else can come. I think uh, Lakina, and thank I got to thank Lakina for opening my eyes up on Mr. Williams. Uh, uh, and he, he, yes, I think it was a good pick. I think he looks like the type of player that'll be in the league for 20 years. He's just going to be solid. Just He's going to play and do what he's supposed to do when he's supposed to do it. And he's going to go off. And he could have his, his upside is really good, saying he looked so comfortable already. So, I mean, I think it's like it's just growing. And I think Kobe learning to be a point guard, not a shooting guard, has been a, a, a learning experience. When, you, when you've been the man your whole life and now they want you to be uh, past and the man, it's like picking up a whole new trade. It's like if switch hitting almost. If you've been batting right-handed all your life and you get to college and they say, we want to make you a switch hitter. So it's, it's, it's about as hard as that probably. So it's going to be some growing. It will be interesting though what they what you know Billy Donovan decides to do with the lineup because he might do you know, use your know, different combinations from the lineup and also the defense if that's still an issue for them it was an issue for them the last couple of seasons is still an issue for them and I I don't know I mean is Wendell Carter Jr. the guy for this system I don't I don't know we'll see how serious the Laurie's injury is so we'll we'll see what he does but. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a bummer, though, for, for – uh, I know Bulls fans, I don't know, we're hoping for, like, maybe they can contend for the number eight seed. But I think right now it looks like, you know, they may have to go through some growing pains again. Yeah, and speaking of growing pains, Kobe White, taking a look at the, the box score from the uh, loss to the Warriors on Sunday, he had 20 points off of uh, eight of 19 shooting in, in 36 minutes. But – he had some costly turnovers, uh, especially three turnovers uh, during the last moments of their game. I know some people want to throw him out the starting line, saying that his playmaking, um, his uh, development of playmaking days are over with. As we said during our Bulls NBA preview show last week, if you guys have missed it, you can catch it here on YouTube at War Media or download uh, War on Anger Radio, download your podcast and take a, a listen back to that. I didn't expect Kobe White to be John Stockton lead the league in assists, but you expected him to make a few plays here and then at least at, at the least take care of the basketball. Now, I, Kobe White is a great shooter and a great scorer. I have Gimbal Arenas on my mind for some reason that I think that's what Kobe mm -hmm. White would end up being. Hopefully he could be better than him off the court. <clears throat> but, <laughs> but, but, yeah, but uh, Kobe White is a scorer. Uh, we know that. Yeah, he's a, he's he's instant offense. But I would like to see see him take care of the ball a, a little bit better. Like I said, I don't don't expect him to be Josh Stott, but I think if he becomes a little bit better of a playmaker than last year, I think he will be all right. Right now, he's struggling. I expected that, but I'm not gonna throw him entirely under the bus. I'm not gonna say this experiment is over. That that. I think some people have set their expectations just a little bit too high on Kobe White. I do expect to see some improvement, but you expect him to be John Stockton and Michael Jordan at the same time. It's just not going to happen. No. 
no, no, I he's yeah, I'm I, I'm with that. He he's not, <laughs> and, not uh, and 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 I'm okay. And, and they both fans should be okay with that. I mean, look, he showed some flashes, but but look, I mean, he's still learning, and you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm okay if he become Kenny Smith. Since he came from North Carolina, I'm okay if he become <laughs> Kenny Smith. <laughs> you know, Kenny was a dead eye when he wanted to be, and he won the dunk contest. <laughs> so, you know, hey, I'm okay with that. You know, because you want to use the North Carolina blood. I'm, you know, but it's gonna take a minute. It's gonna take a minute, and you just gotta have some patience, Bulls fans. I mean, I was, I, I lived through the Reggie Theus era, so I have patience. The original mayor of Rush Street. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good times. Oh, gosh. <laughs> pretty, pretty. Uh, so Listen, they were pretty terrible. Reggie, what they him. Pretty ready. Pretty Reggie, what they call him. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. They did. I remember that. They did call him Pretty Reggie bra uh, back uh, in the day. <laughs> I lived through that era, and that's what I'd be telling a lot of the younger fans. I'm like, I remember when it was no Michael Jordan. So I remember when you can get in the stadium for free. You just go around to the side door. And you know us Westsiders know that well, and so how many times did you do that, Lamont? <laughs> oh, 30, 40, easy, 30, 40. <laughs> because because Madison was wide open then, you know the old stadium, yeah, right there. Yeah. And you have like now it's a walk around to get to the back, but then it with the back door was on the front street, so to speak, <laughs> right? And and you know I miss those days because it, it it felt more. Like it was ours, you know what I'm saying? But I understand you had to do construction and keep it away from, you got to go under the tunnel and all of those things now. But I, I mean, yeah, I miss those days, but like I, back on the court, you know, we struggled. I remember, you know, players like Ricky Sobers and Greenwood and things like that. So it's, it's going to be okay. I don't think we're going to be as bad as the Tim Floyd era. I don't think we're going through nothing like that with, uh, you know, Tyson them. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. I think, I mean, they got some good players. I think Otto Porter needs to play his butt off, especially with Mark and him being hurt well, hurt well, whatever. This gives Otto Porter a chance to shine for us finally. So yeah, I'm gonna be watching. You're listening to Second City Sports along with Lamont Scott and Lakina McGee. I am Cindy Browns. We talk about the Bulls in the NBA. Going back to the Bulls, Lamont, of course, they're now 0-3 and, uh, and taking a look at some of the numbers, uh, deeper numbers from the loss against the Warriors on Sunday. Laurie Marketing actually came up big with 23 points. Uh, his shooting is starting to improve. He, had, uh, he nailed four out of his seven shots from three-point land. He nailed five of his seven attempts from the free throw line. It seems like he's he's starting to get get it together on the offensive end, but I want to see him play a little bit better defense. And let's focus in back on Wendell Carter Jr. As you talked about, Lamont, um, uh, he hit his first three on Sunday night against the Warriors. He had 22 points total for the game. He had 13 total rebounds. I think hopefully this is the start of the, of a confidence booster on the offensive end for Wendell Carter Jr. We all talked about it that uh, head coach Bailey Donovan has given him the green light to improve offensively. Wendell Carter Jr. last year wanted to do that before he got hurt under the old coach Jim Boylan, but Boylan didn't trust him to do that. So hopefully this is a confident booster for Wendell Carter Jr. Zach Levine led all scores for the Bulls with 33 points. Um, he was four from 12 for three-point land, but it seems like to me that Zach Levine is starting to – play like he has something to prove that he wants to be here long term. 
and as being the face of this franchise. Yeah, he's been playing defense too. Yeah, his defense has improved greatly. I mean, I know a lot of people probably don't notice it because it went from zero to like seven now, but seven is much better than zero where it was, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I mean, he, he's moving his feet. He's he's using his athleticism on the defensive end like he does on the offensive end, and I think that's his difference. And also, too, Gary Timble played 19 big minutes. He scored two points, but uh, he was in there for some crucial minutes against the Warriors. Obviously, the Warriors came back and won. Um, going to the other side of the box score, Steph Curry led all scorers for 36 points. He had some big shots down the stretch. He was 9 for 9 from the free throw line, 5 for 15 from the three-point line. Uh, Lamont, going back to Golden State, we'll transition over to the bigger picture of the NBA in just a second. But do you think that – I know Draymond Green is out. He hasn't played yet this season. But do you think that Steph Curry, assuming that he's healthy, do you think that he can carry a team uh, to a playoff berth? Because he hasn't had that pressure on his shoulders. Because when he first was drafted now a decade ago, they were moving out the uh, the previous uh, era of Steven Jackson, Monte Ellis, and, and Al Harrington and those guys. Oh, so yeah. he really didn't have a chance to see if he could carry a team. Of course, he already had, had Clay Thompson, who was drafted a couple of years later, and followed by Draymond Green a, a couple of years later after that. So do you think that Steph Curry can carry a team to the playoffs as soon as he stays healthy? Uh, and now that we know that Draymond Green hasn't played yet. Yeah, I mean, I think that team especially because he has some help. I mean, you got – Wiggins, Wiggins, and I think the still in Kelly Oubre Jr. That that's gonna make a big mm -hmm. difference for them. But Wiggins, Wiggins is looking as comfortable as he's looked in the league, and I think he's gonna grow into that role. I told people when they got that when they got Wiggins that he was a more athletic Harrison Barnes, and as long as he start using that athleticism, and Wiseman gonna come along in the middle. I mean, really, whenever Draymond steps back in. He should have a seamless fit, and they will they will be somebody that people can't just overlook. So it'll be interesting though. It'll be interesting though what what they do with the uh, with the Warriors once <laughs> once you know I guess Clay is able to come back. So I, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I think look the Warriors they so far. I mean, you know, Damian Lee hit the the game winner. So I. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I was expecting that. I mean, if, it would be better if it would have been Curry or, or, or heck, even Wiseman. You know, he can shoot the three from time to time. So, <laughs> who knows? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Now, what about the NBA as a whole? Uh, has anybody impressed you? I mean, the Clippers looked good right until yesterday against the, the Mavs, and it's a rubber two Kawhi <laughs> like, like, oh, You my think? God. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – that's all. That, that was uh, Kawhi's uh, rest day, so <laughs> I can't take that for what it's worth. But who's impressed you guys? Who's you guys have impressed so far? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Even though he got dumped up by Terry Rozier the other night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But Kevin Durant looked so like he, he looked like he's not even playing at full speed. The Nets are impressive when they want to be. And, and I tell people that, it, and, and I, if, if you go back and listen to our uh, uh, NBA preview show, I told people, as long as they don't self-implode, can't nobody beat them. Nobody can beat them, not even the precious Lakers, because they can do what they want to do when they want to do it. I mean, you have people on that team not taking shots. You got people that, you got 
Dinwiddie's just sitting waiting and Joe Harris and they can do whatever they want to do. And then you got Jared Allen and uh, the backup the heat that they resigned. I mean, yeah, the, the Nets are impressive. And and yeah, I mean, more impressive than the Lakers, if you ask me. I have to go with you with with Brooklyn as well, Lamont. Of course, uh, I watched some of the uh, Christmas Day action against Boston. I think me personally, that was the most competitive game. I'm using this in air quotes for those of you listening exclusively on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I, bro, that Brooklyn-Boston game was competitive to three quarters, and not, and then uh, Brooklyn just decided to explode in the fourth quarter. Like you mentioned, Lamont, Kevin Durant, I don't think he's fully back yet. He's healthy enough to move around. I, I'm, I'm worried about him on the defensive end, but I think that's going to come through time. But offensively, he looks good. Kyrie looks good. I know Spencer Dinwiddie, as you mentioned, in my now that he's injured with a partially torn ACL. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they, they he won't be gone for too long. But uh, other uh, other players on the roster are going to have to step in and step up. Now, I want to see what Steve Nash does. Like you said, when adversity hits uh, that squad, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. Because, like you say, if they implode, uh, this thing could be over in a hurry. But I'm not predicting do- doom and gloom yet for this for the squad. I That's got. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 uh, no, no. Go ahead, Lamont. No, I was just, I was just saying, yeah, they're deep enough to withstand the Dinwiddie. Like they can just famously keep going with that injury, and that's what's scary about them. You know, what you mentioned their injury. So, they, like you say, if they don't implode, I don't see nobody rocking with them. I have to say, though, Cleveland looks is looking good so far. I mean, Andre Drummond's been kind of like a one-man wrecking crew for that Cavs team. I mean, I don't know if they'll be able to keep it up, but, you know, so far they look good. Orlando has looked good. The Pacers have looked good. I mean, we'll see where Oladipo's mindset is. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, no, 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 you go ahead. You go ahead. No, no, I'll just say that OKC looked good you know, for the one game they played. They've only played one game, but they looked good in that game. Um, you know, the, the Lakers, I know they lost that opener to the Clippers, but look, it was an emotional uh, night. You know, they, they got their rings. They had their families introduce them, so I'm not too worried about the Lakers. You know, they, they, they did well against the, the Mavs, so it, it's, I'm not worried of, about uh, them. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so, look, the, the one disappointment I will say so far has been Washington. They lost last night. I mean, I thought maybe, you know, Russell Westbrook, you know, would be kind of like that, the, the guy that kind of helps Bradley Beal. They have not looked good. <laughs> they haven't. And um, Well, they got the Bulls this week, so they should get back on track. <laughs> oh, true. Probably so. Didn't he get a triple-double? <laughs> Westbrook's still getting triple-doubles, though, right? Yeah. 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 And, but uh, a team that I've – and I've watched every game, uh, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, Chris Paul is not – doing what he did last year so far in Oklahoma City, it's like he's uh, taking a backseat, so to speak, to Devin Booker in a sense. Like, I think they brought him on the lead, and he don't want to stay. He looked like he don't want to step on toes right now. And I don't know how that's going to go, and 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 I, I don't. And and, and foul trouble is, is a real issue down there in the, in the Valley because they, they – I, I think – one game I'm watching, they were there in the bonus with eight minutes to go in the first quarter, and both of the centers got two fouls apiece already. And then Chris Paul had two. And then it's like fouling has been an issue in every game that they play. 
So they, they, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that down there. But I think if they're going to make any type of a step, like people were thinking, Chris Paul has to be the leader and not just running the show, so to speak. Like, yeah, Devin Booker is your guy. But at the same time, I think they need Chris Paul to be Chris Paul and allow Devin Booker to be Devin Booker. So I'm interested to see how that works. I will be continuing to watch every game and, you know, see how that goes. Yeah, speaking of Phoenix, I did watch some of their game last Saturday. Um, they lost to the Sacramento Kings on the road. Uh, Sacramento has a nice squad, but will they have enough? I don't know. Their key young guys like Harry Giles and Marvin Bagley Jr., especially he has to stay healthy. De'Aaron Fox, uh, I'm looking for another breakout year from him. But uh, Phoenix, uh, like you mentioned, Lamont, they got to win these. I know it's early, but they got to start winning these uh, games, especially on the road against lesser opponents. And, and that Bagley Jr. character, man, when he – do you see what he can be? Like, sometimes yeah. I watch the stuff he do and be like, that man could be whatever he want to be. And <laughs> it's like he stay hurt, though. He stay hurt. And, and if, they, if they can get him right, and De'Aaron Fox, I think he's going to continue to grow. So if they can get him right, uh, Sacramento, you know, they're going to hit somebody in the head not paying attention to him. It'll be interesting, though. I mean, I, I kind of I, – I think they'll only get better because I think – it, it, it's like I said, it's still very early. You know, teams are just trying to, you know, get their feet wet. You know, for a lot of these guys, they haven't played, you know, game action in months. So it's going to take a, about a, you know, a couple, maybe another week or two to kind of get everybody sort of like into the rhythm. So I know people are kind of freaking out about some of the scoring or lack of scoring in some of these games, but I think people just need to kind of chill for a second. I was actually thoroughly entertained yeah, yeah. by all, all the Christmas games, actually, this this past Friday. So it was actually, they were all pretty entertaining. You had, you had a chance to check out Detroit yet? Not yet, but I've read, I've heard that, it, that they don't, they kind of been up and down, so. Yeah, it's like Derek, Derek and, uh, and um, Blake, it's the Derek and Blake show. So <laughs> it, it's, it's the former, you know, you know, those, you know, those guys were on the cover of 2K together. And that, that's this was interesting to see them play together. Now, you know, they was on the cover of two games, <laughs> and now they're on the same team. So technically, your team should be good, but you know, they both. Derek, Derek, he's been on some let allowing the rookie to have the show. He said, "This your team. I'm just the backup," and that's kind of where he at. I'm, I'm actually happy with the space Derek Rose is in, like being in the league. Like he's he's in a good place. I'm happy that he's happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, one team that I'm concerned about, but I, I have faith that they'll turn it around. It's the different Nuggets. Of course, they lost their first two games at home. They lost to Sacramento on a great play by Buddy Hill on opening night. And, of course, they got embarrassed by the Clippers on Christmas. But uh, I, I have faith that Denver is going to turn it around. They have too much talent on their roster. Mike Malone is too good of a head coach to not let this team uh, slide down any further. So I have faith that Denver will turn it around. Yeah, I think, I think Denver, yeah, I'm not worried about Denver. Yeah, I'm not either. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to see uh, Portland. I haven't <laughs> watched them yet. I want to see Portland get down. And, and, yeah, they're 0-2 so far. And, and of course, we, we can't overlook the fiasco in Houston. <laughs> that that that's that's another situation that's just ridiculous and selfish at the same time that happened in Houston. So Houston, 
I think whenever they decide to make a move will be a much better team. Whoever they move them to, I think whatever they get back can help whatever they got on the floor already. Because if, if I'm okay with going forward with a, a, a cousin doing whatever he's done so far in the little one game or whatever they played and uh, John Wall looking as fast as ever, <laughs> ever they get to put around him too after they move uh, Harden, I think we'll – you know, be beneficial. But I think something has to be done because what, what he did as far as putting your team in a situation like that, that lets you know he already said he didn't want to be there and he had to show you that way. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like That he had to show you that way. It seemed like somebody should have been the middleman to holler at him and say, well, bro, uh, you really going to do this? Like, this is how you're going to do us? And he, he look at it like it's not us. It's like, that's y'all. I'm, I'm not a part of that. And so they need to go ahead and accept that they're not going to get what they want. Send them somewhere. Even if you got to send them to Chicago, he's going to end up somewhere like that. That's and, not happening, Lamont. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been, look, I've, been seeing, look, I've been seeing Tim Doyle, who does a great job, you know, doing analyst work, you know, betting analyst for CBS uh, Sports Network. But he keeps saying that, look, you know, the Bears need hard. The Bears need hard. And look, Tim, it's not happening. Stop. Stop doing, stop putting it out there. It ain't happening. <laughs> no, and the reason it's coming up is because it's starting to simmer down so they have a package that they can send. And that's what it's building up to be. They have a package. And and they can match stuff. And that's what it's looking like. And no, I, I don't need or really want. I mean, maybe for the club business in the city and the stars that may come with them. But, yeah. It, 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 it's going to be a team like that uh, or, or, or a Detroit, Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland going to make a move like that because they like what they got with their young boys and drumming right now. So it's going to be somebody like us out of nowhere that no one's expecting to end up with them. But it has to happen soon because anytime you destroy a, a franchise like that, that's not good for business. All right, welcome back to the second season Sports Zoom style. I'm Lakina McGee along with Cindy Brown and Lamont Scott. So let's go over to college football. There have been a lot of bowl games that's been that has happened, you know, these last few weeks, but also, you know, the penultimate games are gonna be happening on New Year's Day. You got the college football playoff. All right, so you know. Whether or not, you know, a couple of teams are were more deserving than others, that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other issue for another episode. So we won't go there. But, you know, going through some of the uh, real quickly some of these uh games games, um, we'll start with the the first one, the first college football playoff game. You got number one Alabama and Notre Dame. Alabama's gonna be without their their top center, their veteran center. He's done for the year, unfortunately towards ACL in the SEC championship game against Florida. Where do you guys see this game? Notre Dame gonna show up and play. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. Show up and play. I don't see it helping. <laughs> that's, that's all he has to say, folks. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I have on a Notre Dame shirt today to represent <laughs> them showing up. They're going to show up. You know, they're going to show up, but it's going to be hard. So. Yeah, they will show up and they will play, but they will get destroyed by Alabama. They're, um, the running game for the Crimson Tide 
this should be the key uh, uh, to their success. They're not put everything on, on their quarterback, Matt Jones. If the, as long as Alabama can get a strong running game going and, and let that defense hunt uh, Ian Brock, that should be a perfect game play. I got Alabama in the blowout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so do I. I. I just, look, they might do what, you know, worse than what Clemson did to Notre Dame. That's just, <laughs> that's just how, that's just how false it is. Okay, the nightcap in the playoff, it'll be, you know, these games are going to be on Friday. Oh, this game's going to be on Friday. Ohio State and Clemson. Where do you guys see this one? Lakina, <laughs> <laughs> I have a flashback from a year ago. Uh, <laughs> Remember when we had uh, Dan Walken on from um, USA Today? This was after the, the game last year. Yes. Remember I picked, I picked Ohio State. They were yes. right there, and uh-huh. they gave that game away to Clemson last year. I'm not so sure that I trust Ohio <laughs> State this year. I don't. And I'm basing it on my true unbiased eye test. Did you see that lack of performance against Northwestern? <laughs> their offense, if it wasn't for that running back running for over 300 yards, they would have lost the game. Clemson, I cannot stand them, but that's something personal. Going on the, on the football field, they have a better talented roster overall. I think it's going to be close. In, re- in reality, Ohio State should get destroyed, but that's not going to happen. I, I see Clemson win this game by at least 10 points. You, you, you remember what Indiana quarterback did to Ohio State? Yeah, <laughs> almost 500 yards. Yeah, he not Trevor Lawrence or the backup. So I look for Clemson to get as much as he had, if not more. And whoever they put at quarterback, if they decide to rest Trevor at halftime because they up by 30, it you know however that goes, I don't see them. I don't see Ohio State performing like I really would have rather seen a A&M team play than Ohio State player because Ohio State, I don't think they're ready. Yeah, I, I look, the you know, Clemson's a veteran squad, that Ohio State team, although there have been some names, overall they're young. So I think Clemson will probably, excuse me, I think Clemson will probably end up winning by at least two possessions. I just think that Clemson is just too good and we may get another uh, Alabama versus Clemson part five next week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's next week. Um, uh- going- that's what it's going to be called. The saga continues. Cause the miniseries. <laughs> yeah, that's the championship right there. That's who's going to be playing in it. Okay, let's go through a couple of these other non-playoff games real quick. You got the Cheez-A Bowl coming up tomorrow. You got, you got OK State against Miami. Miami. Uh, Miami. Didn't that quarterback, you say he's coming back, right? Yep. Miami. Derrick King, yep. He's going back. I'm glad he's going back. I think he won't have shot at that number one draft pick or that Heisman next year. So that's why he's coming back. And also, too, probably perhaps maybe, you know, maybe well, Miami can be like in the top ten next year. They got a lot of those guys back. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cotton Bowl, Florida and Oklahoma should be a good one down in, down in Jerry's world in AT&T Stadium. Oklahoma because they had the home field advantage. I'm using air quotes for those of you that's listening on the podcast. <laughs> I, I think I think if Cal if Trask has a great game, I think you're gonna start hearing those whispers that he will be picked before Justin Fields in the draft. I think he will if he has a great game, I think his name will jump to number two quarterback coming out of college. And Trask could be a super for the Heisman, just just saying. Yeah. 
Yes. It, it, yeah. But I think Oklahoma will win it, though. I think. Just because I think I like their team better overall. All right. Yeah. A few more here. Uh, the Peach Bowl. That'll be on New Year's Day. You got Georgia and Cincy. Should be a good one. Ooh, rooting for Cincinnati. Cause they yeah, just, same here. All year, I want them to go and slap a SEC team in the mouth. That way they can start <laughs> And I love the SEC to death, but I think that they should slap them in the mouth and say, hey, we're here because Cincinnati was disrespected. Oh, y'all got dropped because y'all was sick because of COVID. Y'all fell in the rankings because of COVID because y'all couldn't play. And then others got pushed up because they couldn't play. So, no, I think they should. I'm, I'm rooting for them to slap them real hard in that game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, though, because Georgia is going to, it's going to be one of those games where I'm sure Georgia has, like, higher expectations. They're going to be facing a Cincy team. This should be a good one, though. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Georgia, though. I just think, you know, talent-wise, I think they're better, but it might end up being the high-scoring game. Who knows? All right, Citrus Bowl, you got Auburn at Northwestern. Uh-oh, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, I'm even on Cheerios. Hard as hell for Northwestern. I think I'm going with Auburn. Uh, 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 just like the last pick, we want a team to slap a SEC. We want them to beat them, but I don't think they will. I don't. I think they they get a help if they do. <laughs> they will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Of course. Of course. It'll help, but I, I, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't think they can. Yeah, I think I think they're showing off, showing up their new coach. So I think Bo Nix wants to kind of redeem himself. You know, had this point in the season, so this is probably going to be like a get right game for Auburn. I think no shade to Northwestern. I think they're going to keep it close, but I, I think Auburn will get it. Okay, a couple more real quick. Uh, the Fiesta Bowl, Oregon and Iowa State. You know, two contrasting styles. Yes, they gonna meet. Call me crazy. I'm going with Oregon. <laughs> that's not. Oh, that's not crazy. No, that's about. I'm not calling you crazy, but I, I think I think once they get a taste of that physicality, they're gonna slow down a little bit. So I'm gonna go with Iowa State. I, you know what? I like Oregon. I know that I I trust Oregon's um, offense more than I trust Iowa State's defense. If that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, last one here: the Orange Bowl, Texas A&M and North Carolina. I think Texas A&M because they mad. Yeah, I'll go with Texas A&M as well. Should be a good one. I mean, you know, the uh, Kellen Mond from that's you know that's a guy that's you know some people are saying it could be a bear, a pick for the Bears. We'll see. Um, you know, they got North Carolina's got those set that running great running back tandem. So it could be a uh, this could be a high scoring game. I think so. Um, I'll, I'll pick A&M, too, but I wouldn't be surprised if, look, we all know Mac Brown likes to pull off upsets, so <laughs> this is probably what he might pull this off, so who knows? Should be some great uh, great bowl games. They like to throw good quarterbacks in the NFL out of North Carolina, so anything can happen. <laughs> Another Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky uh, dig. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a reference there. Um, yeah. All right, real quick with college hoops. Um Jay Wright, we all we we want to send our uh, you know you know get well soon. He tested positive for COVID yesterday, and Villanova has had to pause all of their basketball activities, so they're going to be out for about a week 
week, maybe two weeks. So, oh, COVID's already, we could have it on the uh, college season. Also, the women's team was actually ranked in the top 10, you know, now coached by Carol Lawson. They've actually decided, they decided to opt out the rest of the season. So, ooh, and just getting interesting, interesting in the uh, college hoops realm. But let's talk about on the court now. What, if you guys have watched any this week, what, who has impressed you so far? I just I watched only a couple minutes over the weekend. Illinois has impressed me. They had a, a big bounce back win. And also congratulations to Northwestern, Chris Collins. Uh, they beat Michigan State. I know they have a big game against Iowa coming up this week. So we'll, we, uh, we'll talk about that in our next podcast. But uh, Northwestern, I'm not saying they're going to make the tournament or they're going to win the Big Ten, but let's see if they can continue this momentum. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a ride. I've been. I've been. I'm a ride with my two big team teams, man. I, I need Iowa to get back on track and do what they supposed to do because they got a superstar down there and some shooters. Yeah, Garth is good. Yeah. And some shooters around them. So yeah, LA, I, I want them to be as good as some of the old teams. I want them to show up and show out. So I'm gonna be sitting back rooting for them. And like you say, looking at the women's side is. Like it's being hit hard. Like I, I be, I, I watched, I watched Purdue play the other day, and uh, it's a girl down there. I forget her name right now, but she was just devastating in the paint. <laughs> she was down there moving. So <laughs> uh, you can tell she was like a big Indiana girl. So she was, she was moving. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I mean, I hope, I hope COVID, I hope COVID decides to date some other people like nobody and just leave people alone for a little. <laughs> I want to go on hiatus for a little while mm -hmm. and allow us to enjoy some women's and men's college basketball. Wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it Duke's uh, women's uh, team that that uh, canceled their season, Lakina? I want to say it was Duke. I know on the men's side it was Chicago State. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I think they did. I think yeah, it was Duke. Yeah, they did like over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, yeah, look, I mean, Northwestern looks, there's a guy on Northwestern, his name is Caleb, so I forgot his name, but he's looked really good, you know, they pulled off the upset, like you guys, like you mentioned, you know, against Michigan State, also Minnesota, Minnesota upset Iowa, Richard Pertino's got his guys playing well, so top to bottom, that big, they're, they're both now ranked in the new rankings, Northwestern and, and uh, Minnesota, so. That's a big team, rough. Oh my gosh, I mean, look, it, it's just, it could go down to the wire as to who could win. You know, it might look. You could put like maybe seven or eight of those teams in a hat, and if you take out like the, the team well, that will end up winning it, yeah. Yeah, they they and they're good. They're not like okay. They like solid. Like I think they're gonna get them East Coast teams and them Southern teams to run for their money this year. You know, when they run up against some of these bigger names, I think these names gonna be in for a slight shock when they run up against some of these Big Ten schools. Should be should be very interesting though in the Big Ten. Um, yeah, there have been some games that have been canceled due to uh, COVID protocol. Some you know some players and you know some teams have you know have paused uh, their uh, their practices. Also, Keontae Jackson he'll be back in the signs, but also as a coach, it'll probably be a while before he's able to to get back mm -hmm. to playing. So we'll see what happens. But also, too, it's good to see him you know walking around and alive. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, the DePaul men's basketball team ever play a game this year? They did actually. Actually, yeah, they did. They actually did. They played a couple. They played Western Illinois finally, and 
you know, they beat Western Illinois. So, yeah, they actually are playing. So, for all you DePaul fans who are wondering, when are we going to see them play? They have. So, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but Talking about know, under the radar. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, people are like, yeah. Also, Kansas, too. Kansas has looked really good. You know, you know they beat uh, West Virginia. They beat Texas Tech on the road. So, they've looked good. Yeah. All right. So, as we wrap up our last show for the year, it's been a trying year, I think, for everybody in various um, ways and in various forms. Of course, you know, we've had tragic deaths, you know, from Kobe to, you know, many, you know, we've lost, you know, John Thompson and a lot of other, like, you know, Phil Nicol just passed away, too, on the baseball side. You know, Kevin lots Green. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, oh, get Kevin Green, too. He was one of my favorites, uh, defensive, defensive players growing up, you know, just, a, you know, been a tough year. And also COVID, too. It's wreaked havoc on, you know, people's, you know, lives also with the sports calendar. So, and our, we've done our best here as a show. You know, we were doing it in the studio. Now we're doing it through Zoom. It's actually been so much better for us, you know, because it's worked better with our schedules. And also we actually have guests on now, you know, and talk each other face-to-face. I'm doing the air quotes yeah. here. So, <laughs> but, you know, I look, I love what we've been doing here, especially when we had, you know, the social justices. You know, we had that show with, uh, Sid with social justice a couple of months ago, a few months back in May when all this was sort of mm-hmm. started happening. But look, I love what we do, and you know, hopefully, you know, we can do it bigger and better next year. Yes, I'm on 2021 to blow, man. Like, I was in, um, I was in uh, church uh, yesterday, and we was talking about how thank, thank, uh, thank God for 2020 and all it taught us, and the new things it taught us, the new ways to do things, and some of the things may have been difficult going in, but on the other side of it we gonna come out better from it. And so, you know, instead of looking at 2020 for all the bad things that had, had that it has brung, we can look at some of the good stuff that it has taught us and different ways to do things. And uh, the time that all of us have had to meditate and grow in, in ourselves to go forward. So, I mean, 2021 should be ex- ex- super exciting. And like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, like I said, I always try to practice gratitude even before uh, uh, tragedy strikes. You know, I'm still thankful to have a job, you know, to have a, 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 a decent place to stay, you know, doing what we love to do, especially with you guys here. So uh, I can't complain too much on the personal side. Yes, we, you know, obstacles are, are going to come our way. But if you stay your course and stay true to who you are, like, like you mentioned, Lamont, you, you can come out of it anything. But uh, fo- focusing on this show for just a second, look what, what we've gone through, Lakina. And this is not to be uh, throwing up some stuff against the wall, but I remember we didn't know at the time, but, you know, Matt Peck, our good friend from Lockdown Bulls podcast, we had him in our studios for the All-Star Weekend in Chicago. Thank goodness that COVID didn't do anything to mm-hmm. that yet. Thank so goodness. <laughs> at, the t- at the time, we didn't know that uh, – that uh, that was going to be our last in studio guest on uh, for, on the radio side, but we had, as you mentioned, we had to adjust like everybody else. But this has been working out great, and uh, I know we're going to drop some names before we go. Lakina, I'm doing this out of memory, but we like to thank all of our guests for joining us uh, this year, especially uh, we've been doing this this show remotely, like Alyssa Berger, Meaty, uh, Caitlin Sharkey, Casey Standahar. You can back back me up, Lakeen. I know I'm gonna miss some names, but okay, I got we you. have Romy Bean. Yeah, Romy yes, Bean joined us. Yep. Cameron Smith. 
Yep. Uh, the big. I uh, know we're gonna have them back next year. I.e., uh, Terrence joined us, but Eugene is gonna be on this program yeah, next better. year. Yeah, he better. Yeah, he better. He's yeah. Been, he's been you know, ducking us, I think. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we he don't duck. We love him. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, we love him. Oh <laughs> yeah, him on. And of course, we had on um from the I forgot the guy from New York. Uh, um. Oh, sure. it'll, it'll come to me in a minute, but yeah, um, like it it, it'll come to me. But we had a uh, Matt Verderamon from Fansided.com, yes. of course. Mark Lester Wilfong, Lester Wilfong, Mark Shanowski, yeah. uh, Layla Rahimi. She's she was she was yeah. great. Hopefully, you know, she'll have a new gig at the score. You know, fingers crossed there. Yeah. Also, speaking of the score, you know, our buddy Mark Grody. Hopefully, we can have him back yeah. on soon. Uh, 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 Kevin Powell from WGN Radio does a great yeah. job doing their with their sports. Uh, oh, Fred Mitchell, we just had on about a month ago. Yes. Your legendary sports. Brittany Tulis. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, we do. Yes, you know, she she's terrific. Um, shoot, who else? I know I'm missing. Oh, Spiro. Oh, good buddy, Spiro Jesus. Duh. I mean, from yeah. CBS. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have him on. You know, since yeah. you know he's finishing up, you know, NFL, and now he's gonna be doing the college hoops and also NBA too. So we mm -hmm. can have him on as well um also you know our, our nba panel i mean you know we've had yes. multiple times get atlanta touchdown multiple times hopefully we'll have josh hicks on again also sean davis too mm -hmm. we can talk some illinois mm -hmm. illinois sports you know with with him um yeah 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 pat boyle from nbc sports yep. chicago the blackhawks pre and post game host also, we had uh, the hockey lady, uh, Chicago's very own, Miss Rachel Kopchick. Rachel Kopchick, yeah, Hell, I forgot about Yeah, her. <laughs> she was a lot of fun. Also, yeah, Janice Scurrio from uh, SI now. She comes to White yes. Sox for Southside um, uh, Bullpen. She, she, we had her on. Uh, I think it was the same episode. So yeah, you guys did. check it out at War Media on YouTube and, and at War on Anchor, where you download your podcast. Right, yeah, all the interviews are there. Also, uh, shoot, we just had her off. She she does stuff for the trip, you know. My my mind, look, my oh Shannon age, Ryan, Shannon Ryan, yep, we just had her on, you know, for the deal you know, doing the you know, Tribune. Hopefully, we'll have her on since we're going into the we're finishing up college football now. Mm -hmm. We're doing college hoops, so hopefully, we'll have oh, her on. De yeah, Dion Miller and yes. Don Mitchell. Yes. Oh, uh, Dion. Dion uh, recently did a podcast. Recently, uh, she actually shared her struggles with an eating disorder, which a lot yeah, of us did not yeah. know. So make sure Very you check powerful. that out. Yeah. yeah so yeah. make sure you 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 check that out. You guys check that out. Also, you check out all our interviews, both visually and on the audio on the audio mm -hmm. side on YouTube, and also you know where we listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Also, too, uh, uh, thank Julie Julie Donaldson. Now yes. the Washington Football Team broadcasting. We had her on two weeks before she got hired. To, to participate in the broadcasting. So I'd like to thank her as well. Yep. So I hope we didn't forget anybody. If we did, blame the mind, not the heart. We appreciate Our you mind. guys this year. <laughs> yeah, we do. And also you guys will keep supporting us. Hopefully we'll have, we'll have yes. a lot of those guys, a lot of those folks back. Also, even new friends, you know, hopefully, you know, we're all working yeah. on some stuff for uh, for 2021. So look. We, uh, Kayla uh, Anderson we, too. Oh, yeah, we, Kayla. We, we can try to get Jason back. <laughs> we can catch up with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and he might be like he might like have a lock on on Maryland's place. Special second season sports zoo style special guest star Jason Pfeiffer. <laughs> he could be like, <laughs> like that from back in the day. I think that's I think he's got to that point. But yeah, he's doing look he's doing big things up in Michigan too. So with our buddy mm -hmm. uh, Derek Tate, who we also had on. So yeah, hopefully we'll have we'll have a lot of those folks back. But also like, even more even new uh, friends. We're already working on some names mm -hmm. for uh, for 2021. So hopefully you guys you know take this journey with us. Yes. It's been a great one, man. I want to thank y'all for all y'all have done for me and taking me in and teaching me this business. 
and even introducing me to all these great people, man. Uh, uh, why you was a name? Why you still naming that? Uh, the Hamilton, Nick Hamilton. Yes. 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 Thank you. Yes. yes. Hamilton. You know, just like introducing me to all these people. You know, starting relationships. So I mean, I thank y'all. That's been wonderful. Hopefully, we'll be doing we'll be doing more. You'll be interviewing even more, even you know, new friends. Hopefully, mm -hmm. you know. But well, we got some look. We got some stuff, you know, stuff that we're planning out. Still trying to work out the kinks for 2021. But hopefully, we'll be able to share them with you. And you know, you know, there. I know the guy. Us. Yeah, the guy's name from the New York Post, Jake Brown. Yes. We had oh, him yes. on doing the, the Giants Bears for the yes. early this season. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we did. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So, with and also all Maya us, Kai. Yeah, yeah yes, Maya we do. Yes, yes, yes. We finally got her on the program. She was awesome. Yeah, and oh, Dave Kerner. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. Dave, Dave's good. I know Dave's going to be yelling at me, like, come on, Lakita, you forgot me. Yeah. <laughs> so I can picture him saying that, too. Like, come on, Lakita. Like, look, Dave, we love you. So we didn't forget about yeah. you. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. I think we got, I hope we got everybody. I, I hope we did. I <laughs> but, think we did. Uh, I think we did, too. So, yeah. So hopefully we have all those folks on and also even more uh, new people coming on. Like, like mm -hmm. I said, we have some stuff that we want to plan out for next year so hopefully we'll be able to do that for you and you know you can stay you know with us as we continue on this journey doing this zoom style i, I love how we love, yeah i love technology right zoom whoever invented zoom is probably like a genius right now he's making they're probably making yeah. millions of dollars billions of dollars right yeah, now stream yard skype everything oh, yeah all that so yeah so all the folks who <laughs> folks who invented those those streaming services you know thank you guys because you guys were lifesavers this year for everybody yeah <laughs> yeah and you bring people closer together and you tell people things that they that they didn't know. Like I even have uh even my mother do Zoom calls with her sisters out of state now. I'm like, hey, yeah, it's possible. You don't have to just FaceTime. You can Zoom now. So I think thank twenty twenty for Zoom. That that's 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 been the one battler who if it's anybody who has played and fought COVID one on one all year, it's been Zoom. It's for everything. <laughs> Zoom's bringing back. So that's the heavyweight fight of the year right there. COVID and Zoom. Zoom bringing <laughs> back everything COVID trying to take away. So that's the struggle right there. Yeah, two more people, Lakina, real quick. Russell Dorsey of uh, of uh, now the Chicago Sun-Times covering the Cubs and Josh Freiman from um, WGN. Again, and, that, and Larry Holly too. Yes, Larry Holly too. I can picture Russ like, "Come on, guys, really? You know, hello." Again, <laughs> 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 I, I, I can picture them like, "Hey, don't forget about me." But yeah, so hopefully that's everybody. But you know, like I said, look, you know, you can you can you know follow us. You can um, you know look the episodes are right there on the War on yes. Anchor uh, well website on the uh, on the audio side and also on the video side. So you're all covered. Mm -hmm. With that said, you can follow me at Keenan McGee on Twitter and at Keenan underscore McGee on the IG. You can follow me at Lamont Scott on Facebook. Lamont Scott 69 on Instagram and Lamont Scott 16 on Twitter. You can follow me, Sydney Brown, on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80. That's SIDKID80. That's SIDKID80. That's what Bond does. The same old Jackson dance from <laughs> Jungle <laughs> Fever from 91. Mama, give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Going on the way back machine with that one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of Jungle Fever, uh, Chris Bass had uh, Cinder Williams. An interview with Cinder Williams from Oh Better Blues. Oh yeah. Okay. Another yeah. great classic movie. Yes. Yes. Look, yes. I was, look, I was 
melting. I, was, I had called him. I was melting. Because, <laughs> you know, I've been, I've had a crush on that lady since that lady said, uh, you know, I got friends in Harlem. The way she sung that song, like, was just so mm -hmm. beautiful. I was just, and I met, I met, being in the music business, I met pretty much everybody I wanted to meet. And just to be able to talk like that, good. Like, I met, like, a lot of people in the music business, but... It was good that uh, Bass had grabbed their hat on his show. That he do like a, a a weekly a show where he interview people. So okay, he, uh, you know, shout out to Chris Bass, you know, one of my teachers at. at so nice. He's he doing something big over there too. Oh, that's great. Uh, you can you can go to our website at weareregalradio.com. That's W-E-A-R-E-R-E-G-A-L-Radio.com. Read all of our articles. You can follow our podcast, Second City Sports, along with our other podcast programming from War Media by simply searching for War on Anchor uh, wherever you download your podcast, including that iHeartRadio app. Just type in that search engine box, War on Anchor. That's W-A-R-R -R on Anchor. And we're also on YouTube at War Media once again at WARR Media. You can not only listen to us, but watch us do our thing. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Any interviews that you miss or you want to watch, rewatch again, make sure you go to War Media on YouTube. You can watch all of our shows and all of our other shows as well. And follow that Davis show as well on YouTube with Kenneth Davis and Ryan Bukovsky, who's now in Arizona. Oh, yes. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. He's doing that nice weather. Yeah. All right. So, y'all leave on laughing, folks. So, look, you know, be safe, you know, celebrating the new year. I know a lot of y'all probably will be, you know, in your house anyway. That's fine. Look, we're going to get through this. Look, you just, we just mm -hmm. got to keep turning along. So, we're almost there. We're almost there. So, just, just please, just please, you know, wear your mask, wash your hands, keep your distance. So, for the guys on Lakina, we'll see you next year. Hope, you know, with more, you know, even bigger and better than ever. So, I can see sports. This is Sexy Sports Zoom style, and we'll see you next year. Happy Peace. New Year. Welcome 2021. Till next year. Holla.